It's officially mailbag day. I answer your questions on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for well over a decade. Thank you for making this your first listen. Don't forget this podcast is available on YouTube, Amazon Prime, ad-free, and plenty of other platforms. All right, so I've been covering hockey for a decade, and I've seen a lot of you know poor hockey over the last couple of years. But I still will answer your questions. I got a lot of them, so we're going to get right into it. Uh, This first question I've been asked twice (laughs) by two different people saying if we could see more of the puppies. So there you go. Um, Zuri, hey, look up here. I'm going to try to get Zuri to look up here. There we go. This is Zuri, and she's a very loyal dog. She loves her hockey, so just wanted to say hi. How's it going? Yeah? She doesn't want to give kisses, does she? Yeah, yeah. Come on. There we go. There we go. That's good enough. So yeah, for those of you on the video side, this is Zuri the dog. And I think she's enjoying the outside. So I'm going to put her down. Yeah, she's a good girl. All right. All right, pup. That that takes care of that question. Now, this next question. (laughs) I legit had two people ask if they could see more of the dog. So why not bring her on for the first minute? Because, you know... (laughs) Because mailbag, why not? All right, um, this next question, I really um, got a couple questions here, but I'm going to answer in one. This is from AJ Flores, very loyal listener of the program, pretty much an everydayer. So, hi Jason, AJ Flores is back. Again, besides Connor Bedard, can we try drafting Robbie from Delorme, right winger for the Portland Winterhawks? He's a great guy. Also... You know, sad is it sad music because the Ducks' goals and Oilers are failures? Okay, I'm going to answer the second part last. So, yeah, I don't want to say they're failures, but the season is a failure organizationally. The Ducks were expected to be better. The goals were expected to be better. Across the board, we were supposed to have better teams with the Ducks or the Goals or the Oilers. And to have all three of them just completely crap the bed, it's very telling organizationally. So I guess that's the best way to answer it. But, you know, overall, I feel like Pat Verbeek has a plan. I feel like there's something in motion for the future. And I'm going to just say this again, that kind of segues into part two of your question, is that a lot of Ducks great prospects are in juniors right now. They're not quite ready yet, which explains part of why the pro teams are not doing well because all the good players are in juniors right now. I'm looking at you, Olin Zellweger, you know, just really lighten it up right now. And just got to say, now that I'm finally back home for a day, yeah, um, as you may have noticed, I haven't quite been home. I've been home a total of maybe 20 hours in the past four days not even joking on that one so it's been hard to do video and try to get episodes up quickly but you know now that i'm home and now for a day and just kind of like thinking about answering these questions when i read that i really thought man the 
episode I recorded a few days ago about the juniors players, they're still lighting it up. So that's part of why it's a year of failures. Like the teams themselves aren't failures, but just this year are seen as failures because of the expectations. As far as the first question, um, Robbie from Delorme. Okay, so I did take the time to watch some of the highlights and he did not go drafted. In fact, um, Del Orm from Del Orm is on his final season of juniors play. He's on his final season with the Portland Winterhawks. After that, he should be going pro. Um, he finally, finally broke out this season with the Winterhawks, scoring 67 points in 65 games. And finally had a good showing for the most part, except for the last few games. Because, you know, Portland just got outclassed by Kamloops. So those games, not his best work. But I could see him being a free agent signing. So to answer that question, AJ, he won't be drafted. You know, 21-year-olds normally do not get drafted in the NHL draft. However, you could see him as a free agent this season, and he could sign a PTO with the San Diego Goals. Next season, he could sign a PTO with the Tulsa Oilers next season. There's plenty of players that do that, by the way, that kind of get off to a slow start and they're late bloomers. So I hope that answered your questions, AJ Flores. All right. Um, next question. I got a few here that I got to read off uh, from Tom. So, you know, who are you higher on, Hellison or Lacombe? Okay. That's a good question. I think right now, maybe because of the higher ceiling, I'm a little bit higher on Jackson Lacombe as of right now. Now, if I take away Hellison's goal, it's pretty even, but I like Drew Hellison a lot. I think he was a little bit underutilized in the Duck system, both in Anaheim and San Diego. I felt he was underutilized. Hellison has a tremendous ceiling. But watching Lacombe, especially the way he really fought for some of those shifts and some of those 50-50 pucks in his time with the Ducks, I liked Lacombe's ceiling just just slightly more. But not by much. But I like both players a lot. All right, this next question. Who would you pick to be the next coach? Oh boy, that could take all day. I'm kind of going to wait to answer that, but as of right now, just for shiggles, you know, just just for the vibes, why not bring back Bruce Boudreau? Because why not? You know, let, let's have fun with that question. Okay, next one. Do you think any of the rookies will stay with the big club? Which ones will get 10 games? Okay, rookies moving up. Olin Zellweger, he is dominating right now in juniors. I think that Kamloops is going to make the WHL Finals. They've got a big, big match against the Seattle Thunderbirds coming up. Seattle and Kamloops have both gone 8-0 in their respective playoffs so far. Kamloops has more depth. Whoever wins that series, I think, is going to win the WHL championship and make it to the Memorial Cup. So I think Zellweger is going to go up. I think Lacombe, 
I, I don't know about Lacombe. Hellison, I think, has a pretty decent shot at making the big club as well. So as far as rookies, I'm going to stick with those two for now. Lacombe and Zellweger, I think at this point, is a no-brainer. An absolute no-brainer. And someone else that I think could have a shot at making the team. But realistically, I don't know if it's going to happen because of depth in that position. Is Pastujov. Pastujov is either going to be a depth player with the Ducks or be a top player for the goals. So, you know, my number one answer still, still Zellweger. And in fact, I could see him playing 60, 70 games next season. He's too good for juniors now. He's past it. He's dominating. Which leads into this next question. Who from the goals will graduate? All right. I like that question. Goals that are going to graduate this season. Oh, that that is that's a tough question. Because I don't think there was very many Ducks players or goals players that really lit it up this past season. So, this one's a tough one to answer. I'm for now, for now, going to say ah, jeez. Bogrew. Bogrew had a cup of coffee in the National Hockey League. I think he's earned it. I think it is time for Bogrew to get into the show. The Ducks could always use a bottom six winger that does pretty well, you know, on the four checks. So I'd like to see Bogrew graduate, so to speak. And spend more time in Anaheim. That's kind of my number one pick as far as graduates. And I know that uh, myself and uh, John Broadbent from Defend the Nest, we talked about that on a previous show. And we like that choice a lot. I still believe in Jacob Perot. I still, yeah, I still believe in Jacob Perot. I think he could make the Ducks eventually. Drew Hellison, I mentioned, is someone else. And. Gosh, what about Braden Tracy? Maybe he could graduate, but he had a shaky season. So those are some names that could graduate. But the number one for me is Bogru. Bogru, I think, is absolutely going to graduate. All right, we're going to head to the first intermission. I've got a lot more questions to answer here, so I'm going to try to get to all of them on the other side. But first, let's talk about eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit. That's all it is. Or your money back. Because just like in sports... Confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are there. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 
Once again, you're locked in with Jason JD Hernandez, and I've got so many questions here to try to get to, so I'm probably not going to get to all of them today. Um, one in particular that I'm not going to get to today because his season is still going on is Sasha Pasujov. And the reason is because his season is still going on right now. So I'm going to take some time to talk about Mintikov and Pasujov um, probably next week. But let's talk about... <laughs> this is more of a kind of question. Comment on the lack of Michigans this season. <laughs> I think that one's more tongue-in-cheek. Thanks, Jared. All right. So the lack of Michigans. <sighs> I've gotten this question a couple of times throughout the season. Like, oh, Trevor Zegris didn't Michigan this year. He did it twice last last season. He missed one this season. Look, I think Zegris is playing with a little bit more deliberation and try not to make the fancy plays as much. It doesn't help that he doesn't have these certain teammates to help him out this season. What? I'm, I'm just going to say it like it is. Some of the pieces that are missing did help out Zegras to do some of those fancy moves, like the Michigan or the Flying Z. Now that they're not there, <laughs> Sonny Milano... It's harder for him to do some of the fancy plays. So I think that's partially why we haven't seen that as much this season. Maybe next year. Maybe. All right. Oh, this is good. Is Kevin Shattenkirk and Jakob Silverberg a duck next season? Okay. I'm going to start with Jakob Silverberg. I... I don't know if he's going to be a duck. And honestly, if I have to come down to it, like if I really have to answer it, I'm going to say Jakob Silverberg is going to come back. I think so. Yes, he has one more year on his contract. Yes, there are some teams that could use his services. And he's had a decent season. He's also dealt with injuries. I think Silverberg is going to come back. I think he's going to play out the rest of that contract. That besides, he's going to be 32-33 next season. But there's another question that comes later on, which I'm going to get to here because I saw this from someone else. And this one came from Dave um, about Silverberg being a trade piece next season. So I'm going to bring them together. I think Silverberg comes back, but if the Ducks have another poor season, I think Silverberg is going to be a prime trade bait piece for next season. $5.25 million is what he'll be making next year, so I do think Silverberg will get dealt at the deadline next season. As far as Kevin Shattenkirk, I honestly do not think he comes back unless they give him a big discount. He made $3.9 million this past season. His contract is done. He's going to be approaching the final contract of his career. He might get one or two years, and that is it. Would I like to see him come back as the practical joker? Absolutely. But the age is getting to him, and some of that lack of defensive prowess has caught up to him. So I think he's got maybe one or two more years and that's it. And it's probably going to be with 
another team that might be a contender. So that's where I see Kevin Shattenkirk. Um, I see him leaving. Might go back to the East Coast next season. Um, next question. <laughs> oh, Tom, I love this question. Will we see Sarah on the podcast? Um, that's an absolute yes. Sarah's actually supposed to be coming back um, later this month. So, yeah, Sarah, Sarah's going to come back. We'll be seeing plenty of her down the line. I know people actually liked it when we did the April 1st episode. People love watching that every year. It's a thing. So, yeah, she'll be back, folks. All right, this next one, my cynical prediction. <laughs> I, I'm i going to read this just for the shiggles, just to kind of, like, have a little bit of fun here. My cynical prediction. There is no way the league will let us have Connor Bedard He's going to go to the Blackhawks. No, he's not going to the Blackhawks. I'm sorry. But the Blackhawks right now are kind of a black eye in the league right now. See what I did? Blackhawks, black eye. Okay, I loathe myself for that joke. But anyway, yeah, there's no there's no reason for the league to purposely want to send one player to one team or another. That's not how that works. It is the draft lottery. It is a little bit based on luck. We have seen it where the worst team has gotten the number one pick. We've seen it where the second worst team has gotten the number one pick. The draft lottery is set up so that the team that tanks the worst is guaranteed the number one pick. That's not how it works. And the reason for that is because you could have some teams that... You know, maybe they're still trying up into the final season, the final week, and they could move up 10 spots, which I think is why I like the fact that no team can move more than 10 spots. That being said, if the Ducks don't get Connor Bedard, it'll be because there was a 70 something percent chance that the ping pong balls do not fall their way. Oh boy. Can the Ducks fall one play? Okay, so here's what can happen. Um, the Ducks are not going to fall to pick number four. The top two spots are determined in the draft lottery. Actually, this has been asked several times this season. Uh, not just on here, but on YouTube as well. So I'm just going to bring it up right now. The Anaheim Ducks are guaranteed the one, two, or three pick. Only the top two teams are determined by the NHL draft lottery. After that, it goes from worst to best team. That's how it works. So the Ducks can pick up Connor Bedard with number one. They can get Adam Fantilli with number two. Or they can get Leo Carlson with the number three pick. Not a bad worst case scenario. As it stands right now, the Anaheim Ducks have almost a 50% chance to land either the number one or the number two draft pick. If it's, 50 per- if it's about 50% odds to get one of those two guys, I'm okay with that. I am more than okay with those kind of odds to get one of those picks. So to answer all the questions, the Ducks cannot fall to number four. The worst they can fall to is number three. That's how it works. So yeah, can they fall down one slot? Hey, you know what? I would not mind Adam Fantilli either. I wouldn't mind it. 
Alright, I got a few more questions to answer. We'll get to those on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. Got some more questions to answer, so let's get right to them. Um, what do you think of the Pat Verbeek interview? Um, I kind of answered this on a previous podcast. Uh, I think he could have chosen his words slightly better, question mark. Um did I like it? Sure. Is Dallas Eakins being gone part of why he said what he said? Absolutely. So Pat Verbeek, first off, implying that John Gibson is going nowhere, which I'm okay with because as I acknowledged in the numbers in the season in review numbers edition episode, Gibby did well. Well, okay. Gibby did well. Given the circumstances, given how bad the Ducks' defense was, they truly. Mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose my words carefully here. The Ducks' defense allowing that many high danger chances in one season is truly appalling, and the fact that the high danger save percentage was twelfth or thirteenth, and I think it was thirteenth in the league. That tells you how much Gibby stood on his head. That tells you how much Stoli stood on his head when he was healthy. That tells you how much Dostal stood on his head when he played. So the fact that the Ducks are looking to keep Gibby at least for the foreseeable future, I'm okay with that. And I am more than okay with a goalie tandem of John Gibson and Lukash Dostal moving forward. Which, uh, last couple questions. Okay. Do you think a high draft pick will affect what coach we can get? I'm going to say, honestly, yeah. I think it could. If the Ducks do land that number one pick, that could draw some pretty, you know, good names in the coaching pool. Now, as far as names, I mean, I haven't come up with any names yet aside from just like Silly Season. But if they can get number one, imagine imagine being a coach and you look at the Ducks and you look at their roster and you look at their prospects. You go, okay, Trevor Zegras, you know, he's really good. He's, you know, a top tier scorer, still young. He can, he can be coached. He can learn. Okay, what about Nikita Nestorenko? Another young one. Oh, how about Mason McTavish? McTavish is extremely coachable. We like him a lot. How about Troy Terry? Hey, if we can re-sign him, Troy Terry is a terrific scorer. I like him too. You see what I'm getting at? There's a slew of good talent on this Ducks team. From a coaching standpoint, you look at that and go, Oh, this is a pretty good young core. If they can get locked up, they could be good for years to come. How about some of these other guys? Ooh, we have Jamie Dreisel on the roster. We like him a lot. Lukash Dostal and John Gibson. That's a pretty solid tandem. The stats don't look... And a coach going, oh, the stats don't look good, but looking at the micro stats, hmm, you know what? Maybe, maybe these goalies 
are better than the basic stats indicate. Maybe if they had a good defense in front of them. Hmm. Maybe Drys will be healthy. You see what I'm getting at there? Maybe Jackson Lacombe could be part of the answer there too. What about some of these prospects? Ooh, look at these prospects that we have coming up. Olin Zellweger. He's a good prospect. These are all things that coaches are going to think about. And if I'm the Ducks, you got to go after a coach that is going to really help mold this youth. This Ducks team is going to be young for years to come. All right, one final question. I have been running long, and I wanted to save this question for last. Are Fantilli and Carlson franchise-altering players? I think I think Bedard is a franchise-altering player. I think Fantilli and Carlson are franchise players. I don't know if they're franchise-altering players. I think they're in the same vein as a Trevor Zegris or a Mason McTavish type of player. In that they can help a franchise. And they can be top six players eventually. Maybe not in one year, but in two, three years. They can be top six players. So that also depends on your definition of franchise-altering players. Like, is your definition of franchise-altering scoring 150 points a season? Like Connor McDavid and helping lead him to the playoffs? Yes, McDavid is a franchise-altering player, but at the same time, look what's going on with the Oilers right now. They're down 2-1 in their series to the Los Angeles Kings. So maybe that depends on your definition. But I do think they are franchise players, and I do think they're going to help tremendously down the line with this Ducks team. So hopefully that answers your questions. Uh, Once again, thanks to all of you that, that gave questions. A special shout out to AJ Flores for always giving questions. And shout out to Tom for giving me a few questions that I read off there. So props to you guys. All right. um, That's going to... Actually, I haven't even looked at the YouTube questions yet. I didn't even look at YouTube. So I'm just going to do a quick look right now to see if there's any questions on the YouTube. We're doing this live. We're recording. Why not? Just seat of my pants. See if there's any questions. Um, ah, okay, there, there is one. I'm going to answer this right now. Okay, Cam should have gotten the C, but should the cap, the next captain go to Troy Terry or Mason McTavish? Ooh. Between those two, between Terry and McTavish, I would give it to Troy Terry. I think Terry is going to be around for a long time, assuming the Ducks can lock him up for a number of years. McTavish, easy alternate captain down the line. But I think between those two, I'm going to give the edge to Troy Terry. Not to say that Adam Henrique couldn't wear a C as well, but I think the Ducks not having a C for now is wise. All right, there we go. Now that's all the questions. And that one, I didn't even see who it was from. That was from um, Danny. So thanks, Danny, for that question. Now that'll do it for this edition of the Mailbag. Thanks to y'all for answering. Help me out there. Yeah, that was a fun one. Thanks a lot. (sighs) This podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, etc. Ad-free on 
Amazon and hit the bell on YouTube. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend, everyone. Please remember to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together. <laughs>